This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and the internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Happy New Year, or not. Are you finding it harder than normal to be optimistic about 2021? Join us for Pastor Steve Kramer's New Year's message. Happy New Year! Today we're going to discuss how we can face the new year with confidence. I hope you'll stay with us as we worship in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now let's sing this opening hymn together. Gracious Lord, we rejoice that you love us so much that you gave your Son to rescue us and make us your own. Thank you for the generous gift of Jesus. Amen.
Today's reading is John chapter 1, beginning at verse 1, and then continuing on from verse 10. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world didn't know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. Wide awake, but I can't see A lingering past is blinding me A weary soul, a troubled heart Longing for a purpose, a brand new start I'm wishing for just once more to be reminded of eternity and what it has in store. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the strangely dead in the light of his glory in the light of his glory in the light of his glory and grace 2020 is now behind us that was one challenging year, wasn't it? I don't believe in wishing time away, but I'm kind of glad to have 2020 in the rearview mirror. The question I would like to pose to you today, though, is where does one find confidence to face 2021? After all, there are so many unknowns, so many challenges and uncertainties. We're wondering when will a vaccine be available for all of our people so that this pandemic can be overcome. As a new president takes office, we wonder what will he be able to accomplish in the year ahead? Will Congress play ball with him? and Will the government gridlock be broken? Then there's the economy. Will it recover from the ravages of this pandemic? And questions like, will we ever feel safe and normal again? 
And then there's issues like climate change and distrust and divisiveness in our land. All of these things are challenging question marks at this point, aren't they? So where can someone turn in order to gain some confidence for the future? We might turn to technology, and that's good, but it can't solve everything. It's both bane and blessing. As Americans, we might place our confidence in American ingenuity, commitment, goodness, patriotism, which are wonderful things. But I wonder if those attributes are really enough to carry us. After all, this kind of confidence is grounded in human capabilities. And we know from experience that people can be, including ourselves, disappointing. We have our limits and fall short of expectations. I don't know about you, but I need something more than that in 2021. I need reliable, dependable, solid footing to carry me through next year and give me confidence. Well, John's Gospel gives us some insight as to where we can find that in our reading for today. Here is words again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John points us to Jesus, tells us who he is, first of all. He was with God and was God. He's the second person of the Trinity, of one being with the Father, begotten, not made as the creed tells us. And then John testifies that he became one of us. And he says, and we have seen his glory. He's saying, I've been with him. I've seen him. I've walked with him. I've touched him. I've listened to him. I've witnessed his glory, God's glory, as as I've watched Jesus. And his glory is full of God's grace and truth. John goes on to say, let's look at that word truth. It's an important word. If there's anything that has stood out this past year, it is the importance and value of truth for our living of these days. When objective truth is taken away from us and everything is treated as relative or subjective, it sends us into a state of disorientation which leads to fearfulness and uneasiness and life gets confusing and and unsettling and we have nothing solid, absolute to place our trust in. When truth becomes relative like that, we begin to hear talk amongst ourselves about alternate truth and so on. Chaos kicks in and fear all around us and within us. So, Where can I find some real, solid truth to rely on and build my life upon in the midst of the unknowns? John's saying, it's in Christ. Life-changing truth has arrived in Jesus. The word truth in New Testament Greek means reality. When you turn to the Old Testament, which is written in Hebrew, it's used to describe God, and it means reliable dependable. 
So John is saying Jesus Christ is full of God's grace, his loving kindness, and God's divine reality and dependability and reliability. Now, as human beings, we might have gracious loving kindness and we might express truth, but none of us are continually full of grace toward others or are consistently true, right? Only Jesus, the Son of God, is like that. With him there is always grace and always reliability and true reality. And here's a bit of the true reality Christ came to bring us. It's never changing, reliable truth is about ourselves and our sinfulness. As we stand in Christ's glory, as purity and perfection, as we see ourselves for who we really are, sinful beings in need of a Savior, not as smart as we think, we see that we need help. We were created for a relationship with God, but that relationship has been broken by our sin, our rebellion against God. And we're helpless to do anything to fix the predicament and make things right. Only God could do that. The gap between ourselves and God is too wide and impossible to bridge for us. Without God, we perish, now and forever. In the, in the present, we perish because we have this God-shaped void within us, as someone described it. We know something's missing in our lives. There's just an emptiness. And we perish forever. We spend an eternity without God. But fortunately for us, that's not the end of this story. Jesus also shows us the truth about God, the Father. As John says, this Jesus has made God known to us. He's shown us his holiness, his love and grace towards the sinner. God is holy, Jesus has pointed out. He's perfect and he's pure. He cannot and will not tolerate our sinfulness. It separates us from him and keeps us out of his heaven. But he is also the God of love and grace. He gave his only son, Jesus, to take our sinfulness and punishment upon himself at a cross so that we could have forgiveness of sin and a saving relationship with God. As that familiar verse tells us, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus also points us to the truth about where to find real freedom and purpose and joy in life. It's found in trusting him and obeying his word. He says, if you continue in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. We're powerless to make ourselves free. We kid ourselves if we think we can. We are so easily misled by falsehoods and our own human limitations. We are captive and we need to open that spirit-inspired book, the Bible, and let Jesus speak his truth into our lives. It's only then that we can truly be free. He tells us, as John Stott, that great Christian writer, says, Scripture bears an unwavering testimony to the power of ignorance and error to corrupt and the power of truth to liberate, ennoble, and refine. We learn from Jesus truth about living real life, what it's all about, 
A new commandment I give to you, he says. Love one another as I have loved you. By this all people will know that you're my disciples. It's about love. And after he washes the disciples' feet the night before his death, he says, do this and you will be blessed. Serve one another. That's where life is. He promises also to never leave us. He gives us a life-saving or life-giving promise that he'll never leave us as orphans on our own, but he will come to us and be with us always. I can build a life on that. So how do I know that Jesus really is the truth and it's not just some fake news as we are talked about on television by politicians? The, the answer to that is quite simple. It's the fact of the resurrection. God's affirmation and endorsement of Jesus as the truth. After Jesus breathed his last on the cross, he was laid in a rich man's tomb. And three days later, the tomb was empty. There were only his grave clothes left behind in it. The disciples, like John, the author of our gospel, saw him resurrected and alive on several occasions. They ate with him. They beheld his glory. Five hundred others saw him as well. These disciples sat at his feet and were taught again by him about his, his being the fulfillment of all scripture. And they were changed from cowards to courageous people who were willing to suffer and die for the gospel. Why? Because of the resurrection. Would you die as a martyr for something that was a lie? And the Apostle Paul encountered him on the road to Damascus and was changed from Christianity's number one enemy to its number one evangelist. And of course, there's the testimonies of hundreds of millions of people since who have encountered him and experienced the reality of his resurrection presence and friendship in their lives. That is the truth, the solid foundation we need to face 2021 confidently the truth we need to build our lives upon. Jesus Christ, put him at the center of our lives, following him, daily living with him in his word, obeying what he tells us to do, leaning on him in daily prayer. He truly is the way, the truth, and the life that every one of us needs. He's more than a great teacher, though he is a great teacher. He's the savior of the world. He's the rescuer of your life. He's the solid, never-changing truth that every human needs. Kings will come and go. Presidents come and go. Kingdoms come and go. But Christ's kingdom is forever and ever. Only he is constant and reliable and eternal and has your back as the truth, he is our hope, our confidence. And as the hymn writer says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is sinking sand. So how does one get that truth working in my life, giving me the confidence that I'm lacking? Well, Jesus doesn't leave us in the dark there either. Listen to John's words. He came to his own. His own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him and believed in his name, he gave the right, the power to become children of God. 
not born of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. The truth is offered to us as a gift to be accepted, personally received by each one of us. As the Christmas carol says, how silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given, so God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Receive him. And then you live with him in those gospels every day. Let him speak into your life every day of 2021. And you'll be amazed of what that will do for your soul and your confidence. And we also need to fire that committee that is in our hearts. Ray Ortland uses this analogy for receiving Jesus into the center of one's life that I think is very helpful. He writes this. You and I are not integrated, unified, whole persons. Our hearts are multi-divided. It's like we have a boardroom in every heart. Imagine a big table, leather chairs, coffee, bottled water, and a whiteboard. A committee sits around the table in your heart. There's the social self, the private self, the work self, the sexual self, the recreational self, the religious self, and others. The commitment is always arguing and debating and voting, constantly agitating and upset. Rarely can they come to a unanimous, wholehearted decision. We tell ourselves we're this way because we're so busy with so many responsibilities. But the truth is, we're just divided, unfocused, hesitant, and unfree. Now, that kind of person can accept Jesus and receive him in two ways. One way is to invite him onto the committee, give him a vote. But then he becomes just one more complication in life. The other way is to accept Jesus and to say to him, my life isn't working, please come in and fire my committee. Every last one of them, I hand myself over to you. I'm your responsibility now. Please run my life for me. He says, you see, accepting Jesus is not just adding Jesus, it's it's subtracting all the idols. So what does 2021 hold for you and me? Who knows? But one thing I do know, the way to live with confidence is to have Christ at the center of my life. That's the truth he's showing me, and he'll do the same for you as receive him and ask him to take over your life. Amen. In the morning when I rise In the morning when I rise In the morning when I rise Give me Jesus, give me Jesus, give me Jesus, you can have all this world, just give me Jesus, and when I Yes, when I am alone, just give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. Just give me Jesus. Jesus.
come to die Oh, when I come to die Just give me Jesus Oh, give me Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Amen. You've been worshiping with the Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. We are grateful for God's continued blessings and faithfulness to this ministry for the past 84 years. And we are excited to lift up his name, point people to Jesus Christ, and stand boldly on his word. And we are asking you to prayerfully consider how you might partner with us in support of this ministry. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of our listening audience. Estate gifts, large and small, have become a significant part of our ministry. Please consider a final gift to Christian Crusaders as part of your estate planning. For more information on how you can make an estate gift, a legacy donation, or a non-cash gift, call us at 319-277-0924 and request advice from one of our trusted Christian finance experts. For help at no cost to you, call our office at 319-277-0924 or visit our website, christiancrusaders.org. We thank each of you for your gifts and prayers. Many listeners have joined our Gem Club, a gift every month club. Go to our website and learn how just $10, $20, or $50 a month can make a significant difference to the future of this ministry. Memorial gifts are a great way to remember loved ones. Donors are published in our quarterly newsletter mailings and have become a meaningful way to remember your loved one's special day. Many of you remember Homer Larson and his 51-year history as our lead pastor at Christian Crusaders. It was Homer's dream to establish a perpetual fund that would receive larger gifts to Christian Crusaders so as to build a fund to cover operating expenses. We are pleased to announce the launching of the Christian Crusaders Perpetual Fund that receives gifts of $20,000 or more in honor of Homer and Eunice Larson. We invite you to learn more about this fund. Go to our website at christiancrusaders.org. 
If you'd like to listen to today's message again, you can find it in one of three podcasts. First podcast, called the CC Broadcast, is where weekly services are archived. The second podcast, called the CC Podcast Conversations, is where we archive inspiring interviews with interesting Christians, such as gangster and murderer Ron Gruber, and NFL player from the University of Iowa, Ike Boddicker, and other interesting and inspiring interviews. The third podcast, called the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotionals, is where we host our daily Bible overview with six-minute devotions. These podcasts can be subscribed to on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You'll find links to them on our website, christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you were able to worship with us today, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Today's service was conducted by Pastor Steve Kramer, speaker on Christian Crusaders, broadcasting and podcasting biblical truth since 1936.